What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Drop Podcast, the podcast where uh, we pretty much just play games, hang out, do our thing. Um, so, I, I kind of wanted to... Uh, <clears throat> I was talking to my uh, sister last night about relationships and how relationships... Uh, influence influence us in 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 ways hold on my nose is kind of being weird i woke up this morning and it was it was just like storming outside like it was thundering and oh man it was so nice uh but um, as I was saying though, what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, so I was talking to my uh, sister last night because we were talking about relationships, and I think we approach relationships differently because she's she's very much so like if she's dating someone, she's like you know you might as well just date for the purpose of getting married, you know, which I get. Uh. Which I get, but then at the same time, uh, well, I th- I think it, I think uh, what it should be really is more like I'll date, but for the purpose or with the openness to like kind of like how the Catholic marriage views. I mean, the Catholic Church views uh, marriage. Uh. The Catholic Church views marriage as, um, or not marriage itself, but, uh, like sex as, if you're going to have sex, it should be for the purpose, uh, okay, I, I, I remember what this is like, it should be for the purpose, or with, for the openness to have, uh, children, right? Like, you should always be open to, uh, that purpose, which, I don't know, I mean, I don't, I think it's a good idea, but I don't, you know, particularly have anything against, um, anything against, uh, um, anything against, uh, you know, like, plan B or, or, or whatever. I do think, I will say, I think, I think abortion is wrong. I don't think it's morally right, and I think it's kind of a selfish purpose. Because uh, I think it, like, I don't think it's a woman's issue. I think more so it's, it's, uh, well, I, I'm not sure if I should say it should be illegal, but I, I don't think it's mentally healthy. You know, I don't think it's, it's, uh, like, I think it shows something wrong with our culture. Well, I guess I should say this. Uh, I guess, like, the culture of it shows, I guess, kind of how selfish I think we have become as a culture in ourselves. Um, 
you know it's like we we don't want to be responsible for our actions and and you know so i guess like i think a uh, heartbeat rule is cool i think you know if if you hear a heartbeat by that point i don't know but at the same time you know i think we need a better definition of what is living because um i understand like you know whenever it's uh babies or whenever well, i don't even know what to call it by that point but like whenever it's just two cells or, or like the fetus or i don't know pre-fetus whenever it's just two cells i recognize that like can you call that um can you call that a a, a baby is that a baby is it alive because I, I think once it's once well one that's another conversation we need to have like does anyone have a good case for like why killing is wrong um besides you know i mean there there's one philosopher that uh was trying to you know figure out what is morality and and decided that morality is um Morality is, uh, basically, if everyone did this that I'm doing right now, would the world be a better place? Right. And I just kind of feel like, um, it's not a good, I mean, it's a good argument, like, I think it's, I think that's the best we have. That's what I think. I think, truly... I believe that that is simply the best that we could possibly do. I, besides that, I don't think we have, you know, a real good answer for, for these questions. Oh, I need to level up. So, because of that, I think we really need to dive a lot deeper into, uh, into like we need to take morality serious like what can there be some evidence for you know why you should act more well you know I, I i actually guess jordan peterson has been doing a decent job um i guess because i i think i think one morality should be if everyone acts in this way would the world be a better place or may, maybe Maybe, maybe there, you can't go the other direction. Maybe, maybe there can't be an answer to, uh, like, how I'm saying, um, if everyone acts this way, would the world be a better place? Maybe that's a good definition, but you can't say, if everyone, uh, if everyone did this, would the world be a worse place? Um, maybe you can't go that direction. Because it's never that s simple. You know, it's, it's hard to just say, you know, that. You, like, you... Because there's always cases where... You know, things might 
like for example, uh, I think there are cases where abortion, and I don't know, I don't know. Like it feels wrong to say this, and that's why, like it just kind of feels malevolent. It feels sad, and I don't know, but which could just be cultural, you know, how I grew up, you know, because I I did grow up Catholic, and I did grow up valuing uh, human life and, and people to like a really really high standard so that you know 100% could be part of it and I have no problem admitting that but I think there's something good about valuing human life but what I, what I am saying though uh, also uh, what I'm saying is that I, I think that um, I think we We can't go the other way because, uh, you know, I guess in the case of a rape and you have a child that's 10 years old, you know, what if their life is improved by, I mean, they're in school, they, I don't know, they, I don't know, I I guess it's hard to say because, I don't know. It, it, it's it is really hard. It's a tough one. Um, okay, but just just trying to make it simple. So no other factors than there's a, a a little girl that's in school and has you know a life ahead of her and and you know assuming that that child would have to raise it and there's no you know other way you know which. Look, I'm I'm setting a lot of standards, and I, I recognize that, or not a lot of standards, but like I'm setting a lot of rules to simplify it, the the thing down, which I'm not sure if if it's, if it's ever just that simple. That's you know whatever. It's none of my business. Um, but just assuming that like we could get that simple, then I think. I don't think it's, I still don't think, because part of me just feels like, you know, that that's murder, you know, um, and, and I'm talking about, like, late term, like, by the time the baby is developed and, and whatever, because uh, I also, I also recognize that making decisions aren't easy, you know, and especially if, you know, in a way that you 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 feel responsible for it, but I feel like it, I mean, besides a situation like rape, you kind of should feel responsible. I mean, I'm about to get myself in trouble. Maybe maybe we won't go down that road yet. Um, ah, fuck it. Look, if you guys are coming to listen to me, you know, know that like I'm always down to have a conversation. And if we were to talk, I would always be down to listen, understand you. So, you know, I just hope that you're willing to work with me. And if I'm wrong, you know, I will always be willing to, you know, change the way I see things. But at the same time, I'm not just going to change. Like, you can't just say like, oh, you can't be like that, or, or whatever, or, or, like, you have to have a better argument than, 
well, basically what I'm saying, you have to have a real good argument whenever I've thought something through like this. Because I've thought this through, and th this is honestly, uh, and I'll back this up, I will. Um, so if you're willing to listen, if, you know, which is up to you, you know, if you have an open enough mind, but, uh, but I, I think, you know, a lot of the times, and, and this isn't every single time, but a lot of the times there is a level of, um, well, here, let me say this. No one's ever at fault for, you know, what happens, but there is a level of, you know, putting yourself in a situation where something bad can happen, and that is something that I do believe that, that people should be held responsible for. Like, I, I think there is a level of responsibility that people should have, and if you look into data, most cases where people are raped is one people that you know. Um, so I guess I guess you know you could probably look deeper into that. You know what, you know typically what are the signs? And another thing is usually it's whenever both parties are drunk. Uh, so that kind of you know infers. Okay, college. And also, at the same time, there's something about men just being together in large groups whenever their testosterone is high and they're young and they're energetic, that they just become the worst a-holes. Uh, which is a generalized statement, you know, I'm not saying... But, I mean, it's just, you know, a collection of, of data from... You know, I didn't go to college, but I've met people in college and I've heard stories and, and I know people in college and from what I hear I'm not very impressed by uh, the way men the way men are the way college men are and I think that you know the same way that a female that puts herself in a situation should be held responsible a uh, male should also definitely be held responsible for um, their actions. It's just being smart, you know. It's it's it, and I mean just just being in high school. It's a weird thing, like because it, it would be, it would be like this conversation over and over. Because I was always you know the f friends with the female, right? Um, Cause just because I don't know I, I, if it has something to do like with me just growing up with all sisters but I, I always connected better with uh, females but it would get so annoying because I'd be friends with them and all it was every single day was just oh boys did this and oh I know I shouldn't talk to him but you know he's cute and then it'd be like funny you know it'd be fun and I mean I guess in a way, that's what it should be, right? Like, you should be having fun. You shouldn't have to worry about uh, being raped or, or um, being taken advantage of or whatever. You know, things should be fair and, 
and relationships, you know, you know, people should care, you know, deeper than, than, oh, she's hot, you know what I mean? It, people should care for your, your character, but unfortunately, it's just not the way it is. It, it's like, you know, people shouldn't shoot you. Look, here's, here's the way I relate it. Uh, whenever I say that women do have a level of responsibility. And here's the the example that I always use because, you know, my girlfriend gets really mad at me for this one. But actually, last time we had the conversation, she was like, you know, I I guess I kind of see where you're coming from. Um, And it's actually because I started with this. I started off with this argument. So the reason why I think um, that there is, you know, responsibility. One, if we held people accountable for putting themselves in bad situations... Um, I think, you know, I mean, one that just develops a culture of self responsibility and strength and leadership in oneself and, and people would be much more thoughtful about themselves, but you don't get drunk, hop in a car and then get in a car crash and get mad that, uh, and then get mad at, uh, I don't know, let's just assume you get into a, uh, well, yeah, I mean, and then get mad that you got in a car crash, like, I mean, no, well, okay, not fair, uh, not fair, actually, because, and I, and I say that because, you know, if you get in a car crash, that's, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's different enough, because it's, it's like, you, well, you should be held accountable because you got in the car, right? You shouldn't be held accountable, I guess, for someone. Well, it's tough. Uh, you shouldn't be held accountable for someone taking advantage of you. You know what? Fine. We'll just say for somebody. As much as I don't want to say it, I mean, is what it is. For somebody raping you, you should not be held accountable. Um, for sure. And, you know, I 100% agree with that statement, understand that statement, and I think it's true. And uh, But at the same time, I, I, I just think that there should be the conversation of, you know, if you put yourself in a situation that's bad, there is something to say about, yeah, you shouldn't have put yourself there. You should have... Uh, Alright, so, here's what I think, here's what I think the solution is to me, uh, in my head. So I I think, you know, in that situation, we take someone to court, the person who did the raping should 100% be taken to jail, should be, you know, uh, malevolently scrutinized, malevolently, well, you know, high punishment for for that because that scars people, you know, and, and it ruins relationships, it ruins trust, and you can't live in a world that we have 
without trust, you know, relationships are one of the most important things in people's lives, and if you screw with people's ability to have relationships, you know, you've just, you've made it really, really, really difficult for someone to bounce back, and be able to fix that in themselves, and that's, that is, that is malevolent, like, that is terrible, um, so one, uh, we should be taught control, but we should also be taught responsibility, you know, and that's, that's something that I think we let go of in these situations, we say, oh no, she, you know, she's not, you can't, hold her responsible responsible for putting herself in a situation because she shouldn't have been uh, raped in the first place which I agree you know if the guy never did the act the act the problem would never have occurred but at the same time if the girl never put herself or got herself in this situation um, the problem also would have never occurred so it is important um, It is important to be thoughtful, basically. Um, in a perfect world, I guess you wouldn't have to be... Uh, but unfortunately, I mean... The, we just don't live in a perfect world, so I don't And... But I don't know. Uh, like I said, it's 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 not that I would punish anybody for getting themselves. Like I think that's where people get it wrong. No, no, no. No one should be punished whenever something bad happens to them. It's like getting robbed. You know, if I get robbed, but I leave my car door unlocked, it's still not my fault that I got robbed. You know, it's and it's not my responsibility. I mean. I mean, it is my responsibility. Like, I should have been smarter. Like, I should have locked my door, you know? Um, but I guess the problem is, is that's a learning experience where I get robbed, but it's, it's really not that big of a deal as someone threatens my life. You know, I'm scared. I'm out of control. Like, basically, you know, you go to bed and then you wake up the next morning and you got robbed, and you're like, ah, oh, well, shoot, I'll lock my door now. You can't, I mean, you you could do the same thing. Like, you could say, okay, you know, I won't get drunk at a frat party anymore. Um, but at the same time, it's like, the damage psychologically has been done. You can't, you can't, it's very hard to heal from, you know, that experience and trust people again. And build relationships again. It's not easy, and and that's that's what's so malevolent about it because it's relationships that can save you, but it's also relationships. Um. Or yeah, it's it's relationships that can save you, and and whenever you lack trust in people, like all the like whenever, um, like Selena Gomez goes online and says, "All I need is me," you know. Like, no, 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 I love, I love, uh, 
I love myself some SG, so, um, I'm not hating, but, you know, she, I'm just saying she has work to do, because, I mean, we're meant, we're just, we're social creatures, we, we need that connection, you know, babies will die, well, here, let me fact check this real quick, because that's something that a lot of people say, and I just, I have no idea if it's true, um, but they say babies will die if, uh, if you don't, uh, like, touch them within, like, the first week or so, well, I guess that's dumb, because, like, if you're, if, I guess if you're not touching them, you're not breastfeeding them, so that's kind of stupid, but, well, I guess, I guess you could experiment that by, I guess you could take a baby, like, have, like, a robot bottle feed it, um, did I say Hold on, let's fact check this real quick. So I have updated my... Now, from now on, I'm going to have my iPad on the side so I can fact check myself every single time I say something that might be stupid. So maybe not every single time, but basically, uh, you know how Joe Ruggs has his young Jamie? Uh, my iPad is my young Jamie. So will a baby die... If you don't touch it, baby die if you don't touch it. Lack of physical affection can actually kill babies, but touch is even more vital than this. Babies who are not held, nuzzled, and hugged enough can stop growing and if the situation lasts long enough even die that's psychologytoday.com so i don't know how good of a resource that is but um i guess no one's no one's going against it so i don't know i'm gonna go with it because it agrees with um with my point so there you go it's proved babies that don't get touched will die or get physical affection so love your babies uh oh what happened here oh man that rain was really nice to wake up to oh yeah but I almost forgot um what I was talking about earlier uh, about my, um, how I had that conversation with, with my sister, uh, about relationships, you know, cause both of us are in really good relationships. Um, however, there is one problem in my life right now, but oh, chill out, dude. That's not cool. It's gross. So, um, we were talking about, cause she has a significant other and I guess like his family life or like his dad fought in a war and then kind of got weird after that. Um, and he doesn't like my sister. We don't, I don't think he's racist, but I mean, he thinks he's racist or, uh, my sister's boyfriend thinks his dad's racist, but I see, I never think things are that simple because really they're not like, there's always more to the story. Like, 
you know, it's it's always an experience that someone had with a white cop or a white person, and and then they're like, oh, well, you know, white people are like this, but it's it's really not. Like, look, well, I think the problem, I, I think we have a bad definition. For, well, I think uh, our cultural definition of racist is too different uh, than, um, is too different from the actual definition, or, our cultural definition is you hate this person the real definition is you hate or uh you have a prejudice or maybe it's and hold on let me fact check this real quick okay the definition excuse me the definition of racism is prejudice discrimination or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular Ethnic group, typically one that is minority or marginalized, believe that races possess distinct characteristic abilities. Um, so racialism is the belief that different races possess distinct characteristics, abilities, or qualities, especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another. So I guess that superior or inferior thing kind of plays a role. Um, but for just the regular definition of racism, it's prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism. So I'm going to assume that there's an or between prejudice and discrimination. Um, because there's a big difference between having a prejudice and discriminating. I think a prejudice, uh, a prejudice is a prejudgment on one's character, right? And that's based on so many different factors, um, not, not saying I do recognize that, you know, that there are factors, uh, I mean, that, that, that those factors then get tied to the racial, you know, part of people, like, you know, uh, I guess, like, one thing that I heard a lot of, just, and I'm only gonna talk on my experience, because it's just my experience, but, like, you know, all the time, all the time growing up, people would be like, oh, you're so white. You know, I, I would I would stand up, you know, adjust my pants or something, and then people would be like, oh, you're so white. And you'd be like, why? Like, what what was, what did you achieve by saying that, you know? Because you just made me feel like, like I was, I mean, you just made me feel weird. But I wouldn't call somebody, uh, I mean, I, I guess technically I would call somebody racist, but I don't think they hate me because, they don't hate white people because they have this idea that white people walk like this or act like this or do this or do that, you know? And that's an important distinction. Um, and, and part of the problem is is uh, whenever you make that... or The problem in not making that distinction is whenever we say that someone is racist, we say that they hate people, that they discriminate, that they are evil, malevolent. But we all have these, I mean, it's the way your brain tries to keep you safe. You know, you recognize certain behaviors, you would tie that to, oh, I see uh, this person wears a top hat. Um, last time I saw somebody in a top hat, whether it was on the news or, uh, you know, in person, 
but whatever. The last time that I saw someone wearing a top hat, um, they were on the news for attacking somebody. So, you know, I'm gonna avoid them. You know, something like that. Um, which I, I see the danger in it, but I don't know. Either way, it's it's always more complicated though, and and it's whenever you know. I think the danger is whenever people aren't willing to communicate or mingle which i guess that's the problem is that people don't mingle in the first place to begin with um if people did kind of connect and, and mingle together then i think that would you know, fix, solve that issue uh but uh nevertheless um i guess i've been here before but anyway but i i don't think it's that simple you know to call him racist like i'm sure he probably had an experience is what i, is what I think that you know, really shook him up, and I don't even know, like, I just don't think it's fair to try and say what it is quite yet without understanding, you know, his side of view, but he won't even say his side of view, which makes me think that, you know, there's more to it, it's not just, it's not just what we think it is, which is, you know, because I think if you sat, I think honestly, if we sat down and had a conversation, I could understand where he's coming from. That's my thing. I feel like if if we, we kind of sat down and tried to see where people were coming from, we could understand it, you know, and understanding whenever people feel understood. Uh, I mean, it's just important. Whenever people feel understood, they're much more open to understanding, right? Because they put their guard down. Um, but, I don't know, that's my take. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, but, but, but anyway, but he, he doesn't have a good relationship, and his dad d does this with everything, it's not even just, uh, it's just the experience, uh, my sister went over to their house, and he was really, really mad, uh, after the fact, um, very upset that she was there. And, um, anyway, but, uh, I think the big thing is that he doesn't tell, like, he, he works at night, but no one really knows what he does, and I think, you know, what they think, like, uh, my sister's boyfriend thinks he works for the government, um, on something which might be confirmed he might actually just work for the government but they just don't know like what specific so that definitely could be a factor but you also you do have like there is you know it makes sense you know that he might have to keep that secret but it does affect people like it's it's still something that can really really harm a relationship uh and i think it really has and the reason why I said it is because, um, I mean, just based off of what my sister's been telling me, like, she says, like, oh, he's someone that, you know, he, he likes connection with men, and that's something, like, his dad wasn't really there, because he was in Afghanistan whenever, uh, he was young, uh, but, you know, which is, which is an interesting, you know, thing to consider whenever we're talking about war and stuff, and, uh, but that, I mean, that's a different conversation, um, which I guess that we could have, but nevertheless, I just, and, and it made me think, cause she was like, I think he really likes just, uh, being at our house and, and, 
you know, feeling the stability of, of our family, which and she, she was like, um, I mean, not, not that, you know, our family doesn't, because all families have issues, you know what I mean? But we are far much better off. And I think the reason is that we communicate very, very well. Uh, we all kind of, you know, are, I mean, we're very, very emotional. We're American, you know, in the sense that we will let everybody know <laughs> our emotions, you know what I mean? Which is a good and a bad thing. It's good because the relationship can be straightforward. Um, and I guess it's bad because we can oftentimes get very, very, um, whenever we're able to express our emotions so freely, I think it, it, uh, allow it, like it almost gives us permission to be even more dramatic. And, and so if we're not careful, we can get into, get, get stuck, which is where I've gotten stuck before in this whole, uh, headspace that oh we are you know victims da, da, da. the whole victim mindset mentality uh oh something exciting though that um i think i talked about last time i uh i connected with someone named someone named uh tamar kushner who is who is a uh, psychologist, and she does work on children and how children learn, and as you guys know, I'm working on my program of trying to turn, uh, children into leaders, uh, partly by, um, and, you know, just in my research, I've, I've, I've kind of tried to deduce down, like, okay, what makes a leader a leader, you know what I'm saying, and and I think what makes a leader a leader is uh is the ability to see past yourself, right? I mean that's definitely a part of it. Um the ability to see greater than you, uh, to be more compassionate, more understanding. So it's like how do you make people more compassionate, more understanding? I think part of it is uh seeing long term rather than short term so um seeing life as an investment that you that you make uh rather than um rather than this you know i don't know in the moment experience like oh if i don't do this now when will i but how will this thing that you do now benefit you later which could be you know simply to get stimulation you know what i mean so you might like there are ways to do things and have fun, for example, like drink, uh, and and be able to think both in the long term and kind of in the short term because it, it could be a place where, you know, if I have this experience, this could be an experience that I could grow from, learn from, uh, kind of something that could help you uh, know for the future, right? Um, but at the same time, uh, you can be smarter about it and smarter in your decision or just make a more purposeful decision whenever you make that decision and drink because you are thinking, uh, at the same time about, about, um, uh, cause at the same time, sorry, you're thinking about 
uh, you know, your future, like improving on you, which could also mean that you might even decide never to drink, which is 100% a good decision too. Well, it just, it makes all decisions not so bad because the bad thing about drinking is that you're out of control, right? So if you control the out of controlness, if that makes sense, like if you purposely, um, if you be purposeful in, in your drinking journey or, or experience, then that can really, really, uh, help you instead of, instead of harm you, I think. Um, I mean, it's just about making decisions for not you now, but for you later. And also, also knowing that, uh, it's not, it's not just, uh, about, um, or it's it's not just, uh, what am I trying to say? You know, something's... I think sometimes, uh, we, uh, we, we, whenever we think about our future, we're like, oh, what do you do for work? And that's wrong. It's, it's not about what you do for work. It's about you in general, you know, what's going to make you happy. And, and that's the biggest, biggest mistake I think that we make, um, but yeah, so I mean that that's just why you know I think um you know that'll help because at the same time it's like whenever you're thinking uh about your future, you know, you're thinking like like I said it's not just about your work and I've talked about this a lot, but it's also you know cuz you're more than your job. And that's something that uh Tori um Tori what's her face taught me, I forget. Oh, Tori Rose. Um from that that I interviewed on on uh, how about you that's one thing that she talked about which is incredible oh my gosh fantastic like she was so ahead she's so young kind of immature but she was so ahead of uh like just from her experience i think she she was still kind of, and you can tell like people who were addicted to something or um you know, kind of escaped their mind, because whenever you're on drugs or drinking, you kind of escape your mind, especially drinking, whenever you blackout drink, um, and I'm sure she also damaged her head a lot, but, uh, so she, she, I think she just kind of lacked a lot of really good experiences, and, uh, Lacked a lot of really good experiences, um, and a lot of growth, so it makes her seem more mature, but at the same time, uh, I think she grew a lot just from, uh, being, you know, going through that and, and getting out of, uh, her drinking habits, you know? But anyway, that's a really good episode if you want to check it out. Guys, um, timer's about to go off. This has been a really good episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'm excited to do the next one. I think this might be a fight, so I'm not going to walk down. I'm excited to do the next one. Like I said, I hope you guys really enjoyed. Um, I hope you guys felt 
Like this added some value in some sort of way. Uh, dang, I I walked into it. I knew it, and I did it anyway. Um, okay. I guess it's not bad. Uh, but if you guys want to support the show, um, what you can do is you can uh, go to my website, joshuatbryan.com, where you can donate. If you scroll all the way down, there's a place where you can donate. Um, uh, but really, the, the best way that you can support this podcast is by listening and by sharing if you think that there's value in it um, or if you just think it's entertaining. I mean, whatever your purpose is. Uh, or if you just want to follow me and kind of my pursuit of leadership and, and, you know, I've been studying a lot of psychology. Um, but if you follow me on Joshua uh, T. Brian 64 on Instagram, then you can see, I guess, updates. Um, I should get better at it. I'm not too good with it, but. I don't know, but, uh, what else? Uh, if you haven't, I make music, so you should definitely check that out. And I'm also about to get a mic, so the quality of this podcast episode in the vocals might improve quite drastically. But, such that, uh, this has been another episode of the Drop Podcast. Make sure that you leave a review or a comment if you're watching on YouTube, a like. Uh, especially a comment if you are um, on like Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening you know that really helps out a lot leave a rating Um, that all being said I'm going to check you guys next time see ya